Welcome to the Transform Sales Podcast, where forward-thinking business leaders come to share their experiences and ideas, learn from each other, and amplify their results together. All right. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, welcome to another episode of Cloud of the Cloud9 Podcast. We're here with Darius Santos of Dub. How's it going, Darius? It's going. It's going, man. Really good year so far. Awesome. Awesome. Glad to have you joining us today. Uh, now, we actually use Dub when we add video to our sales process over here at um, CloudTask. Uh, for those that don't know much about Dub, would you tell us a little bit about what Dub's all about and how you guys are changing the game of sales? Absolutely. So, so Dub is a video messaging platform. Um, really what it means is the ability to add video to any of your messages, whether it's an email or LinkedIn or you know, uh, your CRM, whatever channels you're using to communicate, you can easily drop video in there. And then, of course, the video is surrounded by all of your branding and assets, calls to action, playlist videos, all that good stuff. And then, of course, it all gets tracked. So you can see who's watching your video, when they're watching it, how much they're watching it. It's just a way to humanize the connection. You know, there's so much noise out there right now. And that's really where video can help stand apart. Uh, when you're looking at a plain text message versus a video message, one of them tends to get much higher clicks and plays and shortens the sales cycle, builds trust, all the good stuff. So, yeah. Awesome. That's the quick awesome. brief. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that. Thanks for sharing that yeah. with us. So, you know, while Dub is a great product and we definitely encourage folks out there to look at incorporating video into your sales process, the reason why we're here today is we're talking to CROs about how they are changing the mindset, the tools they use, and the skills that's required by sales forces today to really excel and grow in this new digitally transformed world. Um, so what we're gonna do today is, and obviously our goal really is to make sure we get some learnings that other folks that are CROs now or aspiring CROs can um, gain from each of these conversations that we have uh, so that they can take some notes, have some takeaways that they can apply in their business. So I wanna start off by saying Darius, when you think about 2020, what would you identify as the single biggest challenge that you face related to driving revenue growth for Dub in 2020? Our, our biggest challenge was getting those qualified prospects in a demo, right? Like we, we can get demos all day, but having them in the seats that we need, having those people in the right company size and the right role, the decision maker, getting those people in the seat was one of the, the biggest challenges of, of earlier this year. Got it. I think a lot of people could relate to that one. So tell me, what was the goal you were shooting for last year as far as demos? So ultimately, you know, we, we want to just hit that 20% month over month growth. And when, when it came back to, to building backwards, you know, when we're goal setting, we always like to deconstruct kind of backwards, right? So to hit 20%, we need, you know, 25 closed deals of our average deal size. And so that means uh, about an appointment a day, right? A, approximately one uh, close, if you will, per day. We here at Dub actually have, have the luck or the benefit of having a very high close rate. You know, it's something around 70 to 80% of qualified demos we end up closing. Um, so, you know, right around one demo a day is what, what we needed to, to get. But it was really that qualified demo that was the, the difficulty. You know, we, we can get three or four people in the seat, but uh, they're just not always the right ones to hit that, that number, that marker that we wanted. Got it. So, so it was, uh, so did you run into a point last year? where you guys are off schedule as far as yeah. what you wanted to hit versus 
Exactly. Yeah. Right at the beginning of the year, just before COVID hit, in fact, uh, we, in, in February, we were, we were like, man, what, what are we going to do to get our, our 20%? We really, you know, it was kind of the thing staying the same for, from the year before. We were just going through the motions and we realized like, you know, this is like pre-COVID, right? We didn't know it was hitting right. yet. We didn't know what was going to happen. And we we're like, man, we really, really got to step something up. Like it's where we're just doing the same each month. We, we got to you know, like the, the growth was happening, but it wasn't wasn't where we wanted. It wasn't 20% that we wanted. So we're like, man, we really got to step up something big this month, make it happen right now. And then, uh, you know, then COVID happened too. And so. <laughs> extra, uh, extra wrinkle in the, in the situation. Yeah, right? yeah. Let's dig a little deeper on that. When you think about you all running your regular play, what is that play? Like what sales model do you guys run? Do you have a, is it transactional sales model? Do you all use SDR teams and AEs? How do you all, what's that play that you all were running that mm -hmm. by February wasn't really delivering the results that you wanted? So originally we were almost strictly an inbound company. Like we, we have okay. some, some outbound process, but very minimal, right? Like we are, we are focused on like content creation. We do a ton of inbound marketing. Like we create tons of blogs, videos, YouTube channel. We have all that going. And that was primarily one of the biggest drivers of our business. And so in February, we we're like, we really got to turn on a, an outbound engine. It's time. And that, that was one of those things we like needed to, to step up to, to kick it into hyper growth here. Um, so that was really the main difference, right? We were in this inbound world and most of our time was dedicated and focused in that, right? Creating valuable content that was putting lines out there to, to drive the leads in. Um, and that's where all of our kind of time and energy went. And we we're like, okay, you know what? We're at a place now where we can, where cushioned enough where we're fed we're all comfortable we can now begin expanding and that's really where like let's let's kick up this uh outbound effort now got it okay so then outbound being a different a different space for you guys to operate in uh how did you guys what was the initial plan like how are you guys going to go ahead and start developing this outbound muscle what was the Actually, initial plan well, well, we, we had a couple things uh, we were doing, and Amir was actually a great uh, resource here. You know, he, he showed us some of the really cool stuff that he's got going in, internally with, with the SERs and like his calling methods. He's got some really cool stuff. And so, you know, that was like kind of the catalyst as well, seeing what Amir had going. We're like, man, he's just crushing it outbound. So let's take some playbook from, from his play and, and bring it over here. And then so that, that's one of, the, one of the earlier conversations we had was with, with Amir uh, about creating an outbound process. And um, we had the benefit of having some people internally that were already trained on our dub system, much more like our customer service kind of reps. And so mm -hmm. one of them was ready to, to step up to that, that SDR role. I mean, you know, they're already trained on the software. They're already all good on, on our stuff. Um, so that was really the, uh, what, what happened is we came up with the plan, right? Like we, we're, we're, we're not new to sales and marketing. We just hadn't done that Avenue. And so when, when we went in there, we, uh, did our research, you know, like I said, met with some, some leaders like Amir, um, kind of got what the feel was, what, what other people are doing, and then began to, to implement those processes in, internally. Um, we have that, the SDR process with, you know, video outreach, all the same things that actually uh, Amir's team is doing. And then, right. uh, yeah, we would go from there to get the demo and then, yeah, the, the typical. Okay, cool. Now, that's good. And for those of you that don't know, Amir is our fearless leader, CEO and founder at CloudTask. So, uh, that's who Amir is. Let me ask you a question, Darius. You guys put that plan together and said, we need to do outbound. And along the way, you found um, CloudTask. But when you were putting that plan together, or even when you were considering the different folks that you would work with, um, were there any things you learned along the way? Like when you started 
first off setting up the plan versus when you finally felt like you got your traction, uh, you were ready to get to a decision point? Was anything that you learned along the way that you didn't consider as far as how you were going to run outbound? Did you consider building in-house or were you always thinking about going out outsourcing uh, the outsourcing route? Did you learn anything about how to choose an outsourcing partner? Uh, any of those things happened there? Uh, what, what we did learn is that, you know, uh, it's about education, right? No, knowing whatever your, your stack is, how to integrate things uh, individually. Because, you know, when, when outsourcing, you, again, you just got to make sure that the pipes are connected, right? That their calendar or their links are, are connected into your stuff. So um, really, we always lived within this internal world. So there was a little bit of a process there connecting to, to outsourcing or to, to outbound um, individuals. And we have there all the pipes connected. So there was just a little bit of process there in terms of, um, bringing on like a contractor, if you will, or the outsourced, and then uh, in connecting the technology all together to make sure that it's um, all coherent. Also, the the pass offs, right? Like the pass offs from the SCR to the the AE or the, or the closer, if you will, um, on our team. Like that that was a, a transition we had to to work on, right? Um, yeah. There, there were a few of those just little nuanced things that when we come up with the plan, we like, okay, here's the plan. The SDR does this, does this, does that, and then here's the the end result. And then that's always a learning curve because like after a month, you know, we get data and we can go back and say, okay, so this was the result of this many messages, this, this much effort put in, this was this message. Now let's do a split test, right? Let's, let's see what's going to work better. Uh, so it was, it's just been a long learning process, right? Like we're still learning even today, a year later, uh, right. with this very same things we, we implement, well, first we strategize, build up the plan, what we're going to do, then implement it, pull the trigger, get started, get something going out there and then yeah. try to get some learnings, right. Get, get what happened. And like, it was a very, very difficult early on, right. We have some early messages and a lot of questions coming back. Like what, what's going on, huh? And like, right. okay, if we're getting these kind of questions. Then we got to sharpen this thing up. And so, yeah, just a continual process that always evolving. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. So though, would it be too invasive if I ask you overall, since you guys are growing 20, trying to get 20% more demos every month, by the end of 2020, total of 12 months, what did that, um, what did that amount to from the standpoint of the target demos that you would have had mm -hmm. versus the number that you actually hit by the end of the year? So, so good question. So, okay. Overall, we didn't sustain 20% month over month for the whole year, obviously. Okay. <laughs> That's, that, okay. That'd be amazing. We'd, we'd love it. Didn't <laughs> quite hit it. Goal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but we, you know, we, we came, we came really close a lot of the months, especially, you know, we were one of the companies that did benefit from, from COVID uh, really it, it kind of threw a wrench into our thing because we had to redevelop our customer persona where traditionally outside sales roles, you know, people that are belly to belly, boots to the ground, you know, calling people there, they got shut down in a, in a major way. And they were looking for a new avenue to, to reach out like on LinkedIn and, and just other ways that they can do it. And video ended up being the next way for them, right? Like they can't door knock anymore. They can't belly to belly. They even, even calling was much harder for these people. So we, we developed our messaging and our persona and uh, went after a new kind of vertical, if you will, which is the outside sales. And um, that was a real kind of big eye opener for us. So that, that helped us get some, some really nice growth numbers. Uh, you know, overall, of course, we, did, we didn't maintain, like I said, that 20% that for, for the whole year, but we did have some really amazing growth that uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't trade for anything. We had a tremendous year. All right, all right. So he didn't give us the real number, 
but we know he got really close to the number yeah. he was going for. Each month. So, so in, in the beginning, we were able to hit that 20% for, for a couple months. And then, of course, uh, as the 20% after six months, now we're talking like 200% of your, your January's numbers. And so th those numbers quickly got really high in terms of uh, what we were expecting or what, what our goal was. Um, so we just dialed the goal back just a bit, right? Like our stretch yeah. goal, we didn't hit. Yeah. We, we hit our goal goal, but, but not the stretch one of 20% month every month. Right. Every, Darius, every month. Every <laughs> month. Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you this, Darius, then from the standpoint, you know, the experience that you went through in 2020, um, you know, you changed up your sales model a little bit. How do you feel like that changed you as a CRO, as a leader in your business? How does that affect, you know, transform the way you'll make decisions going forward when you think about growing your business? Absolutely. Well, well, one of the big things here is it's it's an eye opener when you when you manage to crack that outbound machine when you it's just like advertisements, right? Like if you get a good ad and you know you put a dollar in, you get a two dollars out, then you can scale that. And it's the same thing that happens with that outbound engine is when you are able to crack the code and figure out, you know, if I send out five hundred messages, I get five qualified demos, and then I get this as a result of my revenue. And that, that was really the eye opener is because, you know, inbound isn't as scalable. You can only create mm -hmm. so much content. You, you, don't, you don't have the control over it. You know, you can't say, well, if I create 100 pieces of content, it's going to drive this many sales. Like the numbers aren't as uh, predictable or as uh, forecastable in, in the inbound world. Whereas the right. outbound engine, it, you really can predict and forecast much more accurately. So you're always having right. to constantly evolve and adapt. And we were doing that before with our inbound, right? That was where our mind was. That's where our focus was, is constantly evolving and, you know, stepping up our inbound game. Like originally right. it was to SMBs. Like a lot of our content was directed toward SMB language, right? Like if you're a real estate agent, check this out. And then as we progressed, it became more like if you're a CRO or if you're a sales enablement leader at an enterprise company, check this out. And so as our, our messaging evolved internally for the inbound, we realized that the, the outbound was, was the same thing. And that was a, an awesome way to control our growth, right? We can scale it up as we you know, get more resources and as we uh, train more people, that's something we have control over. We can send a thousand and we know basically what we can expect in, in, a, in a response. So, yeah. So I'll take it away from that, that general, the, the general idea there is you could actually run outbound campaigns with the same type of precision, getting, collecting data and iterating on those campaigns, just like you can with an inbound campaign. So that regular digital campaign, you could do that with outbound as well. Even more so, yeah. Because like with inbound, you can, you know, like I said, you can create a hundred pieces of content. We don't know how many signups that was gonna drive, right? Like we have our historical yep. data, but that varies greatly. Like, you yep. know, in the month of January, we produced what, like 10 original blog posts, 15 YouTube videos, some things like that. And that drove so much traffic. And then the next month we produced, you know, 20% less content, but drove 20% more traffic. So there's a lot of variability there with, with inbound. And I think that the, the outbound engine has, has shown to be a little bit more predictable than that. Like we know that if we send this many messages, we're basically looking at this many replies and demos and conversations. So uh, it's a little bit more predictable, I'd say, than, than the outbound for us or nice. inbound. Yeah. Nice, nice. Awesome, man. Well, this has been great talking with you, getting a feel for understanding your story, learning a little bit about, you know, your transformation uh, coming off of last year. Before we wrap up, I've got two takeaways that I want to get from you. One, I'd like to get your takeaway, your advice for other CROs out there that may be trying to, you know, stimulate growth for their companies and overcome a few challenges on their own. 
what would be your piece of advice for them? I would say, find out what your weaknesses are, like whether it's inbound or whether it's outbound or affiliate channels or partnerships, whatever those weaknesses are, wherever your blind spots are, address that immediately. You're going to see a giant opportunity for growth there. You're going to see that like, hey, whoa, there's this whole big dark space I didn't even know we were doing. And it's like ends up being a whole fraction of your business, right? Like outbound can be, some people are like all outbound exclusively, right? That's all they do. They buy a list, hit the list, go move forward, next list. And then others are like, we used to be more exclusively kind of inbound. And I would say that if you're leaving one of those things on the table, you're leaving a tremendous opportunity to to grow your revenue. Um, So like I said, find your blind spots, shore them up and and make those your, your strengths instead of your weaknesses. And one last takeaway that I want to get from you is, since I know that there are probably some sales professionals out there that are checking out this video or this podcast, what advice do you have for sales professionals out there that might be able to use Dove to take their sales to another level? Well, I got two things. Um, One, if you guys need help with your outbound, check out CloudTask. They're an amazing company. If if you want to do something within budget that's going to help you actually grow your revenue, check out CloudTask. And while you're at it, partner with Dub. Also consider using video. If you haven't used video messaging in your sales process yet, I highly encourage you to just check out the website, maybe dub.com or even just look up video for sales. It's the way of the future. Just like when text messaging or emailing came out and people are like, I'm not going to email. And now everyone emails. Video messaging is maybe not quite as big as email, but it is the next best thing. And, and you know, we're all doing Zoom. So we're all familiar with the power of video and why we do it video messaging is the same way. It's just more uh, convenient for your time. So you don't actually have to sit in the Zoom. You can record it and send it and a million people can watch it later. So, Awesome. Thanks for that plug, Darius. I got to tell you guys, we did not ask for that plug. That was unexpected, but uh, yeah, don't need awesome. to. we're very happy. We're very happy that Darius is, is happy with our work. Um, thanks for joining us again, Darius. We're wishing you the best of luck in 2021. And to all of you out there listening, happy selling.